Welcome to Brother to Brother, a podcast that's part therapy, part tongue in cheek, all real talk. I almost forgot that. Like I didn't. I, it was such a shaky takeoff, but I landed it. Um, joining me tonight on episode one fourteen, uh, my normal co-host Reggie. How you doing tonight? Uh, could be better. Yeah, I mean, this whole election things got me kind of messed up. It got them all messed up in the head. In the head, yeah. But we're going to talk about that later. Um, tonight, we're going to obviously get into some other Carson Corner. A little bit of Trump news. Uh, a little bit of the coronavirus update, just because things have developed more than just collecting numbers at this point. Um, obviously, we're going to have to talk about South Carolina. That's going to be a big portion. And then we're going to do a quick preview of our predictions for Super Tuesday. But first, the Carson Corner. Um, you and I went to an awesome show on Tuesday with our travel buddy and my concert friend, uh, Christine. We went and saw the band's American Authors. That was the main band we went to see. Um, and they were on a shared tour. I wouldn't say they were supported by this other band, but this new band, Magic Giant. Is it Magic Giant or Magic Giants? I think it's Magic Giants. I, I can never tell if it was plural or just a Magic Giant. Um, but they were... Nope. Single. Magic Giant. Magic Giant. Um, but they were fantastic. I, I, I think this was the fourth or fifth time I'd seen... Um, pretty sure it's the fourth time I'd seen American Authors. And I'm pretty sure I've seen Magic Giant before. Seen them either opening up for somebody. Um... When they said they had been back to the paradise, I was like, I knew these guys. The the, the guy with the headband and mm-hmm. the onesie fiddling and banjoing and uh, numerous other things, he kind of sticks in your memory. Yeah. And, like, this concert, I came for American authors who, like, I enjoy. I wouldn't say that I'm a big fan of. Um, uh, yeah. Well, I like them. I like them. But On a scale of 1 to 10, where would you put them? Uh, six. See, I would say I'm a seven, and I definitely would say you're a six. Yeah. Like, I have some of their vinyls. I make it a point to see them, not necessarily every time they come through. Like, mm-hmm. if they come through and they're opening, or they come through and they're playing with two other crappy bands, I probably won't go see them. Yeah. Uh, or if it costs too much, you know. Like, if if it's not, it just starts on a line. Well, like, if if I had been in Charlotte, I would not have gone to this concert. Because is that because you had no one to go with? Like, no, I go to concerts by myself all the time if it's a band that I like. Yeah, but I feel like when there are multiple people to go with, you're more likely to go to a show you wouldn't see. But I guess that doesn't negate your point, right? Because it's yeah, like I would. Well, I guess if I, if well, none of my friends listen in Charlotte listen to the type of music I do. But like, if I had friends in Charlotte that listened to the type of music I did, they wanted to go, then I I still would have been like. Eh. Maybe. Yeah, I really enjoyed uh, American Authors. Uh, the thing I love most about them is the fact that they themselves are actual musicians. Mm-hmm. Like, there are lots of people who play instruments in bands, and then there are musicians, like, classically trained, people who you can tell put hours into crafting their trade. Um, the guy with the bucket hat who played the banjo, the guitar, the bass for a little bit. Um, the keyboards for American authors. He's one of the reasons I always go back because he just effortlessly plays so many instruments. Um, uh. and it really enhances the way I feel. Although I will say this about American authors, I think their drums are too loud. I I think so too. Um, I don't know if that was a room because the Paradise is a small venue. It's a, a up and comer coming venue where like and. Uh. I, I think that was part of the problem, too, because there was some reverb and, you know, some pitchy moments, and I think that was all about the room and the sound. That being said, like, they put on a... I, I just thought they put on an okay concert. But, like... An okay concert? On a scale of 1 to 10, you're telling me that's a 5? Yeah. I see. I disagree with that, man. They're a singer. Yeah. I think, like I said, like... About halfway through Magic Giant set, I was like, they, they're they impressive. They're good. Like, I've fallen in love with them. Like, they're probably going to be my artist of the year, you know? 
uh, when Spotify does its thing, it's going to be like, this is the person you listen to the most. Yeah, just because you're like... I, which I get. Because they were so... They were so good. Like, they had this one moment where they got off stage and came down in the middle of the crowd to play this acoustic song. And it was magical. Like, it was... No. One of the best concert experiences I've ever had. Then they were like, hey, this is a brand new song that's not out yet, but we want to get you guys involved. And they broke the room in half. It was like, you guys do this part. This other side does this part. Yeah. And then it was a little clumsy, but. But that's, be- that's the crowd, though. I mean, I think it also just because they weren't giving the crowd enough time to, especially when they started to speed up to react yeah. to the hand motions. But still. I don't think anyone who took part in that felt bad to the fact that it wasn't working out perfectly. You're like, wow, I wonder... Because whenever stuff like that happens, you can tell that they do the in-the-crowd acoustic thing every mm-hmm. night. But, like, the new song, you could tell that they were just like, okay, we hope this works. Yeah. And at the end of it, everyone clapped and hooted and hollered because it, not only was it a good song, like an actual good song, but, like, you felt like you were part of something special. Yeah. And, and like, I bought some of their merchandise while I was there. Um... I'm definitely. I don't buy vinyls because just because I don't have a player, but like this might be something that I get into. And also, I mean, Fair no, no disrespect, but vinyls kind of hipsterish. Yeah, it's fine, and, and it's you're not wrong, but it's fine. I yeah. Well, no, uh, you're right, but you're also wrong. Right, but also one of the reasons is because I am not a. Um, an audiophile. Mm. And I think that uh, vinyls is an audiophile kind of thing. Me, I can listen to a song on my headphones, on my, uh, my was a UEE speaker, mm-hmm. you know, my Bluetooth speaker in my car it, or, or on Google Home. And it's all the same to me. You know, like I recognize that a really good set of speakers or vinyl or something like that. The sound is crisper and all that, but it doesn't add anything for me. Like, like for instance, I'm big on cinematography or something, you know. So like watching something on my Kindle versus on a big screen or you know seventy seven twenty or, or ten eighty or something. Yeah. Like that's a big deal. As a music though, it's just a. Though there were times where I would listen to something on a good set of speakers, like, oh, wow, there's a lot that you miss. That you lose. Yeah. Well, that's what I like about vinyl. Like, not only does it, is it more crisp, I just like, it feels like the music is flowing through the air and, like, vibrates everything it hits. It feels like it actually gets into you as opposed to when you're having headphones. I feel like mm-hmm. headphones just are like, it's like someone turning a, a water hose on inside your ears. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's definitely inferior, and I recognize that, but like... When I listen to my Brit, my Brazilian salsa, uh-huh. the artist, to, um, Tokui Hon, that I've like, I recently discovered, I put his stuff on, Ran Reg, and time just, like, disappears. Plus, like, I like to put on playlists and stuff like that, and you can't really do that with vinyl. Mm-hmm. Also, part of vinyl is touching it, like... Yeah. You feel like you're leaving. It's imprinting on you, and you're imprinting on it. How do you get Dave Matthews on vinyl? Yeah, it's pretty inexpensive. So unless you try to get like some crazy limited edition where someone like I went to Wisconsin and I pressed it illegally. Oh, are there press live presses? Oh, sh- don't get me started. Oh, dude, they're um, um. Anyway, uh, moving moving right along. Uh, I joined the YMCA this week. Uh, also did. Got a doctor, and well, yeah, I think I have a doctor. Yeah, and then I have a doctor's appointment next week just to get my shit done. I need to get a dentist and a psychiatrist, psychologist. Um, I'll probably do that next week. But yeah, like it's fucking difficult. It's there's no reason it should be this difficult to get a doctor. None. Mine just gotta look up a website. Go to a website. Yeah, mine too. But then, like, there are all these these things you have to jump through with at least with the North Shore. I don't know if it's just maybe I just chose the wrong thing. But yeah, like, probably got the wrong practice. Uh, well, anyway, not the wrong practice. Just a practice that does it in a complicated way. Yeah. So yeah, because I have to go to. 
Oh, what's that place? Leahy or something? No, like Medford? Medford? What no. the fuck are you going to Medford for? I don't know. Hold That's on. halfway to the city. That's not... I don't think it's Medford. I'll have to look it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get, we'll get back on that, because I'll tell Reggie whether or not he's crazy or not. Um, I know it's like 30 minutes away. That's too far for a doctor, man. You could go to North Shore Medical Center. I That's you. what I thought I was signing up for. I don't even understand what's going on. Uh, anyway, uh, um, moving right along. Oh, I, I, um, uh, donated to Bernie Sanders. I don't know if we talked about that. I think you might. Yeah, you did. But you were talking about like got Edgar getting slapped. Right, right. It's not happened yet. Um, but yeah, I, I donated. It's the first time I ever donated to, to um, a political party, political party, our movement. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I donated the first time, and I have not donated this time. Um, that's my business, y'all. Get off my fucking back. Um, anything else in the Carson Corner? Are we moving right along in search of good times and good news with good friends you can't lose? This could become a habit. Uh, I watched the movie The Lodge. What's The Lodge? It's uh, this movie where these kids uh, go... um, They're with their dad, and their dad has a new girlfriend, and then they go out to like their winter home or whatever for Christmas. And uh, the mother committed suicide earlier. At the lodge? No, no. Earlier in the movie. And then they go to the lodge. Uh, He leaves for work or something and leaves them with... With the set... This girlfriend or whatever. Yeah. And then, like, some fucked up shit kind of hilarity ensues, as Rob would say. And it's uh, one of those psychological thrillers, kind of in the vein of... um, uh, the witch, or it Boo. comes at night, Boo. which I know. And like, I was watching this movie, and I was like, Jonathan would hate this. I already hate it. But here's the thing: this is actually a good one in that. Like, I th- is it Reg? It is. I, I, I. Is it good all the way through, or is it? At it's the end, good all like, the way through. You're like, well, I guess. Here's the thing, like, because it sounds like I hate this movie. I think you. I, that's the thing. Like, I want you to watch it, but I think you would hate it. But like, I Did think you watch there's it a in chance. Theaters? Yeah. Mm. I mean, I got the AMC pass. Yeah, there. I, I kind of want you to watch it just to see, because I, I, I don't know. Like, I think there's a chance that you would like it. Uh, so the thing is this: what, is, what are you gonna watch for me? What do you want me to watch for you? I don't know. I gotta think of something. Okay. Um, I guess, oh, uh, last but not least, I don't know if it's just because this station is small, so there's a, not a lot of people, but mm-hmm. it seems like my no- co-workers are very fucking nosy. And, like, I know I'm a private person, but, like, you know, if you're not, they, they log everybody's work, not that they log everybody's working hours, but they're like, man, you never stay for overtime, and this and this and that. Oh, you must be rich, you must be this and this. You know, I'm like, get off my jock about what I'm doing in my private life. You know, handle your own private life. And then, like, today, I forgot my, my breakfast. Mm-hmm. So I, I got something at, at work, and... People like all these people just commenting. I'm like, what the fuck is you know? Like people are probably trying to talk to you. No, no, it's, it wasn't. If that was it, not a problem because I have people I talk to at work and stuff. But it's like, oh wow, that's, that looks like a great lunch and great breakfast. Oh, it's pretty expensive, huh? You know, like. It could be the way to break the ice. Like Maybe. Massachusetts is different from from North Carolina. Like people are, I don't know. Uh, it could be, and it could be that I'm just taking it wrong. But like, <laughs> I am a bit of a private person, so like that could be it. But I'm like, get off my jock about what I eat, you know? You know, because like yesterday, the day before when I I brought my lunch, she's like, oh, you brought your lunch, I'm like. Like I say, it just sounds like huh. people are trying to have contact with you and trying to get to probably know you better. But like, it's basically like asking about the weather. It's asking about food. Most people don't get defensive about what people say about their food unless it's like, oh, your food smells or looks funny. I suppose. I want to be like, if, if I came back 
from Wendy's and I had two whatchamacallits and someone's like, oh, someone looks hungry today. I want to be like, fuck you, motherfucker. Like, it's, I just, I would assume that they want me to then be like, yeah, I didn't get to eat breakfast, so I'm really hungry. Plus, you know, two five for five deals cheaper than yet. I feel like that's just a Okay. Maybe, like I said, it could be me. So I just, I don't know. But still, also, fuck them. Like, you know, like if that approach doesn't keep working, you change your game. Adapt that shit. Yeah. Yo, see the Patriots last night? Man, Celtics won big. I love when Duke loses. Like, like, like one guy was like, "Oh, so you're losing Gloucester?" And you know, then it's like, "Isn't that far away?" It's like, "Yeah, it's like 30, 35, 40 minutes." You know, and then he's like, "Yeah, well, guess without traffic." And then he was like, "Oh, that's got to be expensive. How much you pay?" I'm like, "The fuck again?" <laughs> the this person's trying to get to know you. I would never ask somebody how much they're paying for rent. It's Boston's a different place. It's a very forward wow city. Okay. Like, okay, maybe that's what it is. People that try, just seems people rude. Just trying to have human contact with Reg. Reg getting up mad at them. <laughs> maybe, maybe how okay. Dare I'm gonna, you? I'm gonna, I'll, I'll I'll relook at the situation. But dare that you. seems rude to ask somebody about their financial situation. No, because that's one. Of, that's just something you talk about in a big city. What's your rent like? Because, like, if someone told me that, hey, I'm living in a brownstone near Boston mm-hmm. University, I'd be like, a brownstone near BU? How much does that even go for? That's a, that is a question I would probably ask within two questions. Okay. Depending upon where someone said they live. Okay, I'll take your word for it then. Well, enough of that. Um, we're going to see what's going on. What's going on? Real quick, not too much in Trump news this week. He basically spent all week trying to oh deflect. Oh my goodness, the first? It is the first of the month. Wake up, wake up. Um, Trump spent most of the time this week trying to deflect and distract people from the free-falling um, NASDAQ and stock market. Um, at one point, it lost 4% in one day, which is something like $1.7 trillion. Some, some crazy fucking number. Um, he also picked Mike Pence to head up the COVID-19 team here in America concerning any potential outbreak in response to it, which is troubling for many since Pence was ahead uh, in Indiana when he was governor during a big outbreak of HIV due to basically um, a large population of needle-using drug users and a small availability of clean needles, so... You know, when people are doing drugs, especially drugs of that nature, um, they're not going to not shoot up because they don't have a clean needle. Um, And so while many rights groups were pushing him to start a clean needle program, he basically, I don't think he vetoed it. I think he just said no. Um, But then um, he supposedly, after more of an upcry, a few weeks later, went home, prayed over it, came back. And started a clean needle program. And what do you know? The rates began to free fall and drop. Yeah. And so, yeah. And this is the guy that's in charge. And it's just like, okay, we're we're kind of screwed. But you know what? Uh, From what I hear, he will not be doing the day-to-day big decisions. But at the same time, the Trump people are making scientists before they... Scientists and health officials, before they make any announcements, they have to run it all through Mike Pence, Mike Pence office, which office. is fucking crazy. Yeah, so like, I don't even know what that is going to look like. It's going to look crazy. And even worse, the jokers who are running this between Pence and Trump are the same people who earlier called it a hoax and then had to walk it back two days later when... We had our first case of a uh, American casualty here in America. Um, uh, I don't know if any Americans have died abroad, but this definitely was the first American who died right on American soil on American from soil. the coronavirus. Have you heard this thing about a uh, um apparently a uh, a dog got it or something? Yeah, I, I have and a horse. I haven't read that, but I mean, um, animal cross contamination is not something that's unheard of at all. Mm. Um. But yeah, speaking of which, you might as well just get into the coronavirus talk. Um, new infections in American states, including Washington State, California, Rhode Island, Illinois, 
Um, as we said earlier, had our first American death in Washington State. A man, I believe 50 years old, mid to late 50s. Uh, there's also a possible outbreak at a Washington nursing home. This guy was not related to that, so they're still um, doing a little investigation of how he got it. Um, globally, 2,900-plus um, people have died. 87,000 have been infected that we know of. You have companies that are just suspending travel to new nations per week. Delta just suspended their Milan um, flights um, beginning. The last return flight will be March 3rd, and they won't reestablish till May 5th, which that seems so crazy for an airline to just be like. I mean, I get why they're doing it. It makes sense. But to give up that connection, mm-hmm. like that's – it's – Really stunning how quickly everything had all the dominoes have started to fall in different places. Like I've had people in different industries. So we have a friend who's a project manager for a construction site, and basically they had put in this big order months ago, and it got to the United States on the to the port and got sent right fucking back because it was it came from China, from one of the areas that was heavily infected. And now, whenever they order stuff, they can't order anything that comes from any infected area. And so each week, Japan's off the list, South Korea's off the list, China's off the list, you know? Uh, it's kind of pretty crazy. Yeah, I mean, not only that, but, like, it's really affecting... I mean, you know what? Not to say that the economy's the end-all, be-all or anything like that, but it is affecting like a lot of people because you know like you said if you're ordering anything from those places like you know you, you can't get that stuff um and uh so like that's just affecting so many different parts of life that you know are going to have ripple effects and then we don't even know how this vaccine when is it is going to come out they're saying like it's like a year away um and then on top of it, like, did you hear, like, you know, they're not even saying that if the vaccine is going to be affordable or not. Like, they won't even be like, hey, if we get the, uh, who was it? One of Trump's dudes, uh, I think the guy in charge of the Fed or something like that. I don't know. One of those, his cronies was like, you know, we can't promise that it's going to be affordable uh, because the private sector needs to make their money back. They're like, what? And that's the crazy like, thing. Like, you say that it, it, out loud? To not just say this out loud, but in the fact that that this could be a pandemic and you're asking people or their insurance to pay $3,000 for these tests. So you have people who are not going to be able to afford it because they're like, I can't afford 3000 especially if my um, corporate, if my insurance doesn't cover it, you know. So you have people who may stay sick and spread it to other people before it gets to a point that they need treatment. And I heard, I saw one social scientist who was saying, you know, one thing that people aren't talking about is how this is going to affect homeless camps. Yeah. Like, if one person in that population gets sick, then odds are they don't have insurance, and odds are they won't go to the hospital or to seek medical care until it's, until there's nothing else they can do. Like, and you know what, this is just what late states capital looks like. You know, this is, we're all going to die because of capitalism is really what it comes down to. Because like you said, like if you're a homeless person, what are you going to do? You're screwed because we, we can't get healthcare to be universal for everybody. If you're somebody who's poor, and, or, you it has know, to work. It has to work. You're not going to, you know, you're going to take your Sudafed, your NyQuil and your DayQuil and hope it goes away. Mm-hmm. You know, like, one guy actually was like, hey, I might have this, got tested, and they're like, it's a $7,000 bill. Ain't nobody got time for that shit. Yeah, what? No well, one can afford that shit. There was a guy who got, it was a, it was 3000 for his, but his insurance was like, we're only covering 1750 Right. And he's like... And he did the right thing. He did the right know? thing. So it's like, you're not helping anybody with this stuff, you know? So, like... That's why, like, universal healthcare is so important. That's why we need it. Because you're only as strong as your weakest link, basically, exactly. you know? Um, so, if these people can't afford health, then it's not like the coronavirus is not is just going to stick with the, the poor people. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. 
and then of course we have these you know uh, the CDC got their budget slashed you know all these healthcare services got their budget slashed by Trump so people that should be out here to fight this thing don't have the resources to do it yeah you heard about the whistleblower who was like when we went to go pick those people from the cruise ship up in like Korea to fly them home they're like we didn't have any training we didn't have the proper mask and and, mm-hmm. and like clean up stuff that we use and these people weren't like volunteers these were disaster relief people who weren't properly briefed on the particular nature of this bug and it's like these people are like we were so unprepared and if that's the way it's going to happen you're going to have you're going to have what's happening in china where not only are people dying but doctors and caregivers are dying professionals right. not not your mom and dad at home professionals who should not be dying from these things dying yeah and eat that one more time okay uh and and, and we've been talking about as we've been talking about this i'm like i don't know how concerned i should be about this you know should i be a you know a 10 Sky is falling, or like a one, and hey, it's gonna pass. Right now, I'm at like a seven. I think I'm a six, seven, just because I am. Because like we're talk, they're they're talking about like places you can't travel, like you know, like there are parts of Italy you're just no go now. Like, and Italy is not a third world country. You know, there are parts of South Korea and Japan. It's just like, dude, Korea's second biggest city is just like a ghost town. Yeah, and that's the thing that scares me. Have, about have it. you seen the thing about China? Like, they were like, they had satellite. You know, China has a yeah. smog problem, pollution yes. problem. The nitrogen drop that yes. happened. Yes, it's crazy. Like the way this is affecting society is insane. Like they basically came out to talk about the market a little bit. Economists have come out and said no one's going to make profit this year. Yeah. Straight up. It's fe- It was February when they said that. It's March, and people are like, this could hurt everyone. Yeah. This is going to hurt everyone. The question is, is it going to, like, brutalize everyone? Because that's the thing. Like, people are already preparing now, telling schools, you know, be prepared. I joked with my buddy Clark about this on Friday. I was like, you prepared to get it that early summer? Because everybody's sick and you can't go, you know, it hits a, a community and they start shutting down schools early. But, like, I want I know this thing is supposed to be more deadly than the flu. Like, so I get, well, it is what it is. It is what it is. Like, it's not so scary for a person who's very healthy. But, like, what it can do to your community. Imagine not being able to go to any grocery store. We live within... A mile and a half of legitimately four grocery stores. Mm-hmm. Two shops, one stop and shop, and market basket. The idea that we can't go there, that everyone's just inside their house working from home or not working at all. Yeah. Like, and as someone who works in the airline industry, I don't know, man. <laughs> it's going to be dark times. Maybe I should be just be picking up all shit crazy time of, of overtime so that uh, I can... You know, just chill when there's nothing to do. Nothing to do. I mean, that's really the scary thing. You just, you don't know how this is going to affect society. Because we haven't lived through one of these things in a long time. You know, like, I wanted to get my passport stamped at least twice this year. It's probably not going to happen. No, because everywhere is going to be infected. Right. And coming back is just going to be tough. Um, But yeah, so, where he's mentioned Delta... Uh, just the last quick rundown. Czech Republic reported their first case, so it's moving into Eastern Europe. Uh, Middle East is getting hit particularly hard. Oman, Bahrain, uh, Lebanon, Syria, Egypt, Algeria, Iran. Iran itself has 978 new cases and 54 confirmed deaths. And it's in North Africa. It's in just had their first case in the Caribbean with um, someone... Uh, from the are getting it from travel to China, so it's everywhere. Um, that leads us to our big story, uh, the DNC. Um, so do do we want to talk about South Carolina first? Let's talk about South Carolina first, then we can talk about the effects of it. Uh, there was a debate on Tuesday, I believe it was. Yeah, because mm-hmm. we were at the concert, we did not watch it because it. Evidently was a fucking mess. It was the exact opposite of of the, the bottom one. And like everybody, 
has been mentioning how fucked up that debate that yeah. debate was. The moderators, the weren't, moderators good. weren't good. The questions weren't good. No the, one taught. No one listened to anyone. Everyone was just yelling over yeah, each other. The, the crowd apparently was um, Bloomberg paid. Paid. Yeah. Well, we, we can't say it's Bloomberg, but they were definitely uh, like the the cheapest seat was like seventeen hundred dollars or something like that. And they went up to like three thousand dollars or something like that. So it was like it wasn't a representative of the electorate. It was just you know it wasn't even representative of the local population. Right. That's the fucked up part. I think. Yeah. So that was horrible. Um, then um, yeah, can't sugarcoat it. Biden blew everybody out. I think he won every. He won every um, every county. county. Yep, uh, and I'll say this: uh, he really—I don't know what he's going to have to give James Clyburn, but that's really James Clyburn really is the winner of the South Carolina. Well, debate. no. Here's the thing, it, it, and I hate that they're like they're spending this as, and this is like I, I mentioned this on on Twitter. After um, I mentioned it first, I don't know. <laughs> um, I mentioned this on Twitter. Like I hate that every four years. Around this time, they come around caring about the black vote. And when, you know, all of the people in the field, even to a certain extent, Bernie, have been in a position where they could do something to actually help and affect black lives and their concerns. And none Bernie of them got arrested. And you going to talk about him? <laughs> Dude, don't don't start. Um, <laughs> you know, but, you know, they they really haven't. And, and like. So now they, you know, people are concerned about the quote unquote black vote, but like they have, but once South Carolina goes away, they won't be concerned black about the black vote. No, you know? not only Hold that, on. but and, and it and what pisses me off the most about it is people act like the black vote is a monolith. You know, like you get a white voter in Kansas City. And then you talk about a white voter in New York and they're talked about in two different ways you know like the, the white guy in, in kansas city is a rural and he cares about this this and that you Listen, know we, like what the fuck do i have in common with south carolina we've gone over this before and that is my and that for me was my big thing and this was not just the media like black leaders play into this shit also yes like james Clyburn was acting like all of america all black people in america were telegraphing how we wanted to vote south carolina he's like we're such an important marker of black culture and right. the black thought in america and i was what? like motherfucker no you're not no you're not you're south carolina half most of us make fun of y'all right when we even think you about know, like you. If, if anybody had claimed if anybody had claimed to say that they spoke for black culture, it's either Los Angeles or, it's or New Chicago. York City or Chicago. Right. It's one of those three places. It's not anywhere it's, in the South. Maybe Atlanta. Not even not Atlanta's a, not uh, even in the top six, man. I'm sorry. But yeah, so like, and, well, and, and here's true. the thing. They're probably in top like, five. And, and then on top of it, they don't talk about the, that split because that split is old people. Like, that's what South Carolina is. A bunch of old, old black, black folks people. Yep. who are super conservative. You know, if it wasn't for the fact that the Republican Party is so fucking racist, these people would vote Republican. They'd be Republicans, you know? And, and Ratchet. you know what? You At think? the end of the day, when people... Yeah, I'm talking shit about South Carolina because fuck South Carolina. But, but also... Strom Thurmond, you know, let's look at that. You know, a lot of the electorate in South Carolina is black, and that motherfucker, dead ass, kept getting elected. You know, let's get outside of. You don't even have to go that far back to Strom Thurmond. Look at Tim Scott, mm-hmm. the only black senator in in the Republican Party. And where's that motherfucker from? South Carolina. And you know what? It's not just white folks who are voting for him. Yeah. Black people, and and this is a problem. I said this on Twitter. This is a problem with all black people. It's all about name recognition. It's all about face and name recognition. That's the reason why they voted for Hillary Clinton. That's the reason why they're voting for James for for Biden. That's the reason why Tim Scott stays in office because they know his face, they know his name, and they don't fucking look, think twice about the shit he's actually done. Like the fact that, and I, I saw on MSNBC this black guy who was talking to one of the reporters who was like, you know, who would you vote for? Or, you know, who are you going to vote for? And he was like, I had the longest ordeal. I had to sit my parents down 
because they were going to vote for Joe Biden and I wanted to vote for Bernie. And I had to tell him about his votes with Segregus, the creepy things he's done. He's like, and it took me literally months. But we voted this morning and all three of us voted for Bernie. But that's what needs to happen in places like South Carolina. Not just South Carolina, Louisiana, Alabama. Yeah. Like, the South, man. There's some dumb black folks in the South. And, and, and I'm not <laughs> not trying to paint with a broad breast, but please understand, we live there, okay? I live there. All right? Yeah. We're not you know, saying I this mean, from our hoity-toity I mean, northern a, empire. Like, I mean, this is one of the things that I complained about it. from the beginning. I was like, you know what? Black people are in more places than nail salons, barbershops, and the church, or a cookout, you know? Mm-hmm. But you, you would think from all the 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 uh, press junkets and from all the um, uh, campaigning that candidates and do that that's, events, that's the yeah. only place black people are it's like no man we're going over to Chucky's barbecue right. to get the best sandwich now tell me Adam who you gonna vote for right you know and it's just like because and here's the thing black voters are are not all that different from white voters. We mm-hmm. ca- there are more things that we care about. There are more things that affect us. But if you look at the demographics, younger black voters have less in common with older black voters in, in the same way that younger white voters and younger Latino voters have less in common with older Latino mm-hmm. voters or older white voters. Well, you look at the uh, exit polls and you look at the statistics coming out of South Carolina. And Bernie destroyed everyone with black voters under the age of 30. Right. And then did very well with black voters under the age of 50 and below. The problem is there's a huge population who are in that 45 to and above range. And they vote. Right. And they're going to use that as a cudgel to say that Bernie doesn't have support among black people and it's just not true. And I, as a black person, am sick and tired of places like South Carolina in the media using their voice what they say and do as you know a voice for me it's like it's the bullshit he's in that being said dude got walloped yeah he well i mean listen he it was no way 48 percent to 20 percent. so he lost by 28 points but you know what at the same time here's the thing he won nevada by 26 points no one talks about that as a wallop well they do but but here's the thing um he wasn't going to place well there, and he knew he wasn't going to place well there. But I think I, I would have liked to have seen him put more money in there Mm-mm. so that he would have done at least better. Mm-mm. The problem wasn't the fact that he didn't do well. The problem was the fact that with five other candidates, four other candidates with him, mm-hmm. he was guaranteed to not be able to pull in as many people. He did better than he did in 2016 running against one person running against six people he did he he got more votes so i think that's a victory a small victory the smallest of victories but a small victory nonetheless i suppose um but i think uh I don't know. Well, I wonder how big of a deal this loss is going to be because he only has two. Biden only has. Here's the thing. Biden only has two days to make a deal of this because people on Tuesday. Super Tuesdays, you know, Tuesday. So like, and again, these, these uh, polls close late Saturday. So yeah, the Sunday talk shows had something to say about it. They're going to talk about it on Monday. But he can only campaign in so many places. Not only that, but Joe Biden has only been in California once. Like he hasn't dude, been, dude. He hasn't only been, been in California. Only been in California once. You know how much money he has spent in um in Super Tuesday states uh, in Texas and the big ones uh, leading up to uh, Saturday afternoon. Yeah, not a lot because like Rich, not a lot. How much? Zero? Zero, Zero in Texas? Zero in Texas. That's, Zero in California. Idiotic. And the best thing the best worst thing, best for burning people, worst thing for them, they can't even buy more time because Bloomberg has bought up so much time mm-hmm. that there aren't many slots left. So they're gonna be putting out ads at like three in the morning. And then on top of it, the problem also was that they didn't have any money. They didn't have any money. Yeah, like you said, early voting. Like, that's the same thing that happened with Warren when she had that big debate. Yeah. You know, she didn't have the benefit that Klobuchar had where she had, like, a week to lead that up and then go and campaign off of that. She had that big 
you know, that really big breakout moment, but then people had already early voted, so she couldn't even capitalize in Nevada. Yeah, so that's going to be interesting to see. Uh, I guess we're going to get into our predictions now. Yeah. Uh, one you more wanted, thing you want to do. You know what? I we did. have these predictions, and then we never actually go back to. Well, we're going to go back this time. Yeah, uh, but yeah. before we uh, so. before we go back, uh, we got to. We gotta pour one out for our homie. For two homies, actually. Two homies. Two homies. Tom Steyer. Oh, Tom Steyer has some. Who, who tried to back that ass up? He really tried. He backed his ass all the way out of the All the uh, way out of the election. election. Goodbye. Yeah. And of course, we gotta pour some out for our boy. That is so rude to hey, just pour for it out. For all you uh, AMSR people, that one was for you. Okay. But no, in all in all seriousness, Mayo Pete no longer here. He's gone. Yeah, he gone. Clink, clink. But here's the thing. Okay. Uh, uh. Mm. Okay. We clinked. No more drinking and yeah, shit. We're on done. Thing. We're done. Um. Let's get. This is like DNC fuckery. Okay. Because the rumors came out early, early. Sunday. That the DNC told Pete that he needs to drop out so that all his supporters would go to, to towards Biden for uh, Super Tuesday. They told Klobuchar to stay in so that Sanders can't blow out Minnesota and same thing with Warren in Massachusetts. Yeah, and like, and and the rumor is that they want Warren to stay in longer so that people will vote for her instead of voting for Bernie. Because, like, her supporters, number two, is Bernie. Um, I don't think it's going to matter. I think that uh, I really believe that Bernie's going to clean up on Super Tuesday. I still have a faith. Uh, I believe that. I think he's going to clean up on Super Tuesday, too. But I think we're in here for a long, da- long ass fight. Right, listen, they're going to try and do a contested convention. They're going to do everything they can. To try I think and make if Bernie happen. doesn't win outright, then, like, it's going to be Biden. But if they do that, they know they're going to lose. They don't care. They're more afraid of leftist politics than they are of four more years of Trump. Well, I don't want to hear because, you know I don't what? Hear anyone saying shit. Because these people that the Democrats actually work for are okay. Under Trump, oh yeah, the and, and here's the thing. Thing. Here's the thing: what people don't aren't don't know are, are slowly beginning to realize is this: the DNC and the RNC are private entities, mm-hmm. and we we look at politics all wrong in this country. Mm-hmm. We we think, hey, we vote for these guys so they work for us, and that's not what it is. Like like for instance, and and I'm gonna. I'm going to go into a sports analogy, which is always dangerous. I'll correct it as I as we need. But we look at it like, you know what? I'm a Yankee fan. The I, Yankees play for me. The Yankees play for me. You know, they play for our enjoyment because I'm a fan, right? Because I'm a fan. You know, like they we're, we're, we're like, hey, have you seen that guy? That that guy AOC on the. Uh, in the farm league, like, why don't they, they need to, I, I keep buying AOC's jersey. I do all this for AOC. But they won't bring her up to the they majors. They won't bring her up to the majors. Like, and I'm pissed off. And like, that's not what it is. Like, the front, front office are the super delegates and the, uh. Well, the front office uh, is like, if we bring her up, we're going to have to pay her. Right. And we don't want to pay her. No. And she won't play the way we want her right, to play. Right. Exactly. She won't play the way we want her to play. So we're not going to bring her up you know we tell her to cut her hair and be right quiet and she wants to have her hair all out be cultural speak in spanish in interviews and 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 she somehow got her way on the team but that doesn't mean we're gonna give her Mm -hmm. any play time you know and and, or we're gonna gonna give her play time because it's successful for us but she ain't gonna be on the billboard she's not gonna be on the on on any of uh like you know the the programs that we right. sell. Exactly. Like, she's going to be there, but... So, yeah, and it's like people are just not realizing that these guys... It, it, what the Yankees are more concerned about is their, shock, their, their stockholders, mm-hmm. you know, and the people that are putting money into... The players. The players. Yep. And that's not us. It's not the people in the stadium. But we, we act like... But we... 
keep putting on the jerseys. We keep going to the games thinking that one day they're gonna do. They're what, gonna listen to they're us. They're gonna listen to us. Yeah, they're gonna put our guy in, and and you know what? We're gonna have a say about the price of the concessions. He's, exactly. He's gonna help. You know what? We're gonna get a president. We're gonna get a front uh, office GM who's gonna be like, you know what? People shouldn't be paying forty dollars to park here. Yeah, let's drop it down to ten. And you know what? A hot dog doesn't cost seven dollars. We're gonna make them three dollars. Exactly, and, and that's just not how it works. And, and that's why the DNC, like from a certain standpoint, I understand why the DNC is doing exactly what they're doing. Well, yeah, it's the last grasp of power. They know that if they lose this, I mean, they're basically um, what you call in Arthur and. Legend of the Sword. Like I said, the RNC is kicking themselves for not having superdelegates. You know they were. Oh, yeah. Because they never would have had this Trump issue. As good as... I mean, because that's the thing. Like, as... as Even though they're winning, they're being held hostage by a madman. Yeah. Um, But, yeah. So, let's get into some predictions. I'm going to write them down. Okay. Uh, on my phone. That way, you and I can revisit them next episode. Now, uh, first state, Alabama. Who's your number one? Do you want, let's do, just do one and two. Because three. No, let's do matter. one, two, and three. Right, fine. One, two, and three. Uh, well, at this point, we might as well do one, two, three, and four. There's only four people. Well, I guess it's five. If you count Bloomberg. Yeah, but I mean, I don't. <laughs> Well, let's do one, two, and three. Yeah, one, two, and three, Reg. Go ahead. Go Alabama, ahead. it's going to be Biden, Sanders, Bloomberg. Okay, so that's JB for Joe Biden, mm-hmm. Bernie Sanders, BS. I don't know if I like that. Uh, and uh, MB for Mike Bloomberg. I am going to say Mr. J. The same thing. JB. Um, JBBSMB, which oh. you know what? No, I'm taking that back. No, I'm staying. That, I'm sticking with that. Uh, the only reason why I'm sticking with that is like, why would they vote for? I can't see Alabama voting for a, a, for woman. a woman. That's the thing. I, I'm I'm going to be that person who says that, and I don't care. Um, all right, I'll go next. Since you went first in the last one, Arkansas, I'm going to say the same thing. Um, I could see Biden, uh, and then I could see Bernie Sanders, and then I don't see why they vote for Mike Bloomberg, but they're not voting for Klobuchar or um, Warren. Because this is where I think this like this is where it does help Joe Biden with uh, Buttigieg dropping out. Because I could see Buttigieg's taking one of those states weirdly just mm-hmm. because there are a lot of white people who like him and strangely enough a lot of black people black youth who sort of like um Buttigieg in weird places um what are you thinking Arkansas I'm gonna go with Biden Bloomberg Sanders Ooh, let's change it up JB followed by um Bloomberg Followed by Bernie Sanders. Yeah, maybe I'm not giving Bloomberg enough credit. California. 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 Here we come. Oh, me first? Yes. Oh, Sanders, uh, Biden. No, Sanders, Warren, Biden. Ooh, Warren gets a show. E-W-E-U. E-W-E-U. Joe Biden. I'm going to <coughs> excuse me. I'm going to go with uh, definitely Bernard Sanders, followed by if she was going to take one. Yeah, I'll, you know, I'll say Elizabeth Warren and then you know, yeah, Elizabeth Warren and then Joe Biden. If she's going to come in second somewhere uh, big, it's going to be here. Uh, Colorado. I'll go first. I will say this is an easy one for me. Um, Bernie Sanders, followed by hmm, Mike Bloomberg, followed by Joe Biden. I'm gonna roll the dice on that one. Reg, give me yours. Sanders, Warren, Bloomberg. 
I know that if there were some people listening right now, they would be very upset. Some centrists would be like, no, you take it back. Um, all right, Reg, it's your turn. Again, American Samoa. I mean, it technically votes. Uh, this is going to be one of those wild cards. Sanders, Warren, Biden. Do, 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 do. I'm going to go with um, Biden. Joe Biden. Bernie Sanders. Elizabeth Warren. Although it would be crazy if Bloomberg took America Samoa just because he bought all the time there. And so if God, no. all the hears is Bloomberg ads. Um, how many delegates are there in America? So like five? That's rude. I bet it's like three. Oh wow! Um, I was making a joke, and it might be real. I don't know. It doesn't matter. All right, we have Maine next, and that is on me. So this is going to be an easy one. Uh-huh. Uh, Bernie Sanders for sure, followed by Elizabeth Warren, followed by Joe Biden. Actually, no, followed by Mike. No. No, Joe Biden. That's no, not I shouldn't, I shouldn't. I think all the ones where I said uh, Bloomberg are wrong. But anyway, Sanders. I'm going to go Sanders, Biden, Warren. Sanders, Biden, Warren. Warren second? Third? Mm-hmm. Wow. In Maine. That would be interesting. Massachusetts, Reds, our state. Sanders, Warren. Biden. This is one that actually is going to be tight, I believe. Tight like a toy go. Tight like a toy go. Uh, you said Biden as last? Mm-hmm. You, don't, you don't think that the uh, New York rub-off will propel Mike Bloomberg? Joe Biden. Um, Alright, I'm going to say Bernie Sanders. Uh, Elizabeth Warren. Uh, and I'm going to say Jolton Joe. Minnesota! Sorry about that. That got loud. I'm going to go with um, Bernie Sanders. Amy Klobuchar. Elizabeth Warren. Our first Klobuchar showing, and our only. I'm going to go... Uh, Bernie, Amy, Joe. You sound like giving Elizabeth Warren any shot. A K. Ooh, Amy. Amy Klobuchar's got the best. Come on with the A K. You said Joe Biden last. Mm-hmm. North Kakalaki, your and my former state. Joe Biden, Bernie Sanders. Uh, Bloomberg. Uh, what do you think the margin's gonna be? Just I, I could see him taking Joe Biden taking North Carolina by like 10, 15 points. Yeah. I hope that doesn't happen. Um, no, I mean you got the triangle. That's one thing. I think the colleges and even Greenville. The thing about it is like. In North Carolina, traditionally, the progressives, wherever there's a college, progressives win those counties. Right, but they're they're kind of concentrated. Yeah, so you have Winston-Salem, Raleigh, Durham, Cary to a lesser degree, um, Asheville, Boone to a lesser degree, Greenville to a lesser degree, so like Wilmington to a lesser degree. Is that enough? I mean, Bernie would have to win a lot in those places. But you know what? I'm going with Bernie Sanders anyways. I think it's going to be a lot tighter than people think. Um, I'm going to go with Joe Biden next. And then I'm going to go with uh, Mike Bloomberg. Just because, again, sorry to show or post like the South is this. I just don't see men voting for Elizabeth Warren. Not in a place that gets her under like third. Mm-hmm. Oklahoma, we're almost there. Uh, Actually, that's my turn. Sorry. Uh, I'm going to go Joe Biden. I'm going to go with Bernie Sanders. I'm going to go with Amy Klobuchar. Uh, Oklahoma is kind of far away from Minnesota. 
Um, you know, I'm going to go with AK anyways. Rich? Yeah, I'm going to go with uh, Bernie Sanders, Joe Biden, Ooh, Amy Klobuchar, I guess. Taking the Bernie Sanders for John goes Joe Biden. Joe Biden followed by the AK. All right, Reds, Tennessee, another Southern state. It's like you get to go first with all the Southern states. Um, I don't know. I I really have no clue with Tennessee. Oh, I guess. Shoot. Joe Biden, Bloomberg, Sanders. Let's get crazy. <laughs> we get wild in these streets. Joe Biden and Mike Bloomberg followed by Bernie Sanders in third. I'm going to go wild in a different way. Bernie Sanders, Mike Bloomberg, Joe Biden. Um, Bernie's been to Tennessee a few times. Um, Texas. Right, you get to go. Oh, that's, first that's Joe. I mean, not Joe. That's Bernie, Joe. Um... That's Bernie Warren, Joe Biden. Ooh, Reg. What the hell? I don't know. I mean, this, this really is a two-person race. It really is. Uh, I'm going to go Bernie Sanders, of course. I think he's going to crush it with the Latino vote. I'm going with Joe Biden next. Uh, and then I will put Elizabeth Warren last. Or third place, last in the actual standing. Uh, Utah for me. Oh, this is going to be a tough one. I'm going to go wild. Mike Bloomberg. Bernie Sanders. Joe Biden. It's the only state I'm giving him. And some reason it's Utah. Reg. <laughs> Mike Bloomberg getting Utah. He dumb. That's not going to happen. It's probably not. I don't know who's going to win that. I'm going to go with... Uh... Here's the thing, like, I don't think Joe Biden has been uh, advertising in, uh, like, a lot of these places. Yeah, but who's been advertising in Utah? I'm sure Bernie I'm sure Bernie there. has. So I'm going to go with Bernie, Biden, um, Bernie, Biden, Bloomberg. Man, money's got to get him a couple third-place finishes, right? Right. Uh, this is nice. Vermont. Let's yeah. just yeah. Let's Bernie not. Sanders. Do you need to. That's for and both it of don't us. matter. Yeah, <laughs> Bernie Sanders and and that's it. Yeah, just Bernie Sanders. Just Bernie Sanders. Don't matter who comes in second. Exactly. The answer will be Bernie Sanders. Last but not least, Virginia. I'll go first. I'm gonna say Bernie Sanders. This is gonna be a tough one. I'm also gonna say Joe Biden. Close to Washington, that might have an effect. No, uh, I think that's why it's gonna hurt him. Bernie Sanders, because because no, didn't Elizabeth Warren? They just put in like a new gun law or something in Virginia, and then there was something else about women's rights or pay. Yeah, they like, they passed the equal pay amendment or whatever. Yeah, uh, so I'm gonna go with Bernie Sanders, Elizabeth Warren, Joe Biden. Hmm. That'll be interesting. Um, all right. Well, so we have our predictions for our states. We will revisit them next week. Uh, I think we're going to have a mini show on Wednesday. Probably post Super Tuesday because we're going to have to talk about it. Yeah, unless unless things go bad. Right. And I need time to process. Yeah, it will take me a while. I'll need all the way till next Sunday to be able to be like... It's over, y'all. <laughs> and here's the thing. So let's talk about that real quick. I think I think that, like I said, we talked about the rumors that they were going to do with, with uh, the DNC and, and keeping people in strategically to so that um, did call Sanders that. is uh, not the nominee and all that they've, stuff. They've heard my clown car theory. And, and they're fighting against it. Yeah. And and um so yeah, so I think that the DNC is gonna find a way, hook or crook, to get Biden the nominee, to make him the nominee, and then we got four more years of Bush. I mean not Bush, Trump. I think 
Bernie's going to have enough delegates. There are 1,300 delegates available on Super Tuesday. Mm-hmm. A third of the delegates available on Super Tuesday. Um, if he gets, I believe he'll win Texas. I believe he'll crush it in California. Uh, I think that having having um, Pete Buttigieg hurts Bernie in the sense that it's more likely that Biden will be viable in in um, California. He's running third right now, so I think it's very possible that it's possible that Biden can win more than he suspected, but I believe that Bernie's going to put a huge gap between him and them, like hundreds of delegates. And I think that is going to cause... That is when you're going to start seeing people really doing the... He's going to destroy the down ticket. He's a socialist. Like, either people are going to go super far in that direction and try mm-hmm. and help Biden to win the other nominations, or they're just going to understand that it's over. I mean, you already had Nancy Pelosi talking about how um, she could vote and she, how she would could and would support Bernie if he's a nominee and could help and would try and help him get what she thought of his agenda uh, through. So, you know, some people I think are seeing right on the wall. So I think some people are being fooled, are being convinced by fool's gold. Cause that's what I think South Carolina ultimately is. Um, I don't think that Bernie, I don't, I don't think that Joe Biden's going to have too many more blowouts like he did in South Carolina. I just don't see that. Yeah. I mean, I, I agree with you too. Um, but no, I, I, like I said, I think that they're going to do shenanigans. They're going to try and make it so that, that, um, they get Biden. And I, I just think that's why you, you see them trying to keep, um, culture and, and, and Warren in it, you know, um, because I think Bernie's probably going to have a big day, a good day on Tuesday. And then after that, March 10th is kind of another Super Tuesday. Uh, you, you have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven more states uh, a week from Super Tuesday. And then, you know, a bunch of other states kind of trickle out. Um, the next really big day is April 28th. That's one, two, three, four, five, six more states. Yeah, so like... I don't know. Um, yeah. yeah. I'm not going to read these polling averages, but looking at clear politics, I I definitely think I'm going to have underestimated what Sanders is going to do on Super Tuesday. Because, like, there are 1,300 uh, delegates on Super Tuesday. Uh, well, I guess March 17th is a bigger day than March 10th. Well, there, there are more primaries on march 10th but there are more delegates on march 17th arizona which again latinos who's running that florida, florida. that he'll probably i don't know second don't place he's do good in florida no no he's second yeah. place for sure illinois i bet he'll get that ohio i bet he'll get that yeah so like i guess it depends when does new york go see like that april 28th is going to be big connecticut delaware maryland new york pennsylvania yeah, I think really the end of April, this is going to be sewn up. Well, if he does what he could potentially do on Super Tuesday, it could be done by March. Like, I'm sure that Biden would stay until April to be like Pennsylvania, the state, and Delaware. I have roots there. But I don't know, man. No, I don't think it would be done by March. At the how end many, of March. How many delegates do they need? 1900 but here's the thing if by super tuesday bernie let like, go up to super tuesday 1340 right yeah there's no way it could be done by the end of i'm March. not saying done done oh. i'm talking oh. about like basically done oh. you're basically just dragging a dead body behind you know it's, okay I see what you're saying. but like because if he let's say he comes up with a thousand of those uh, on super tuesday yeah look at between That's very optimistic 
No, California. There's four fifteen right there. So if he takes, he's not getting all of that though. Yes, but if he gets like a right, right now, he's projected to win California by um eighteen point two right now, and this was done a couple of days ago. Like, let's see. What Does early... it say how many delegates he's projected to get though? It doesn't, but it has Biden at thirteen right now, right? right. So if Biden's not even viable. Mm-hmm. He could take a huge swap if it's just him and Warren who's running number two right now, and he beats. Well, let's say he beats Warren by thirty points. Biden is viable. That means he's taking like at least half of that, probably more than that. he might be taking three bet, quarters of that. I bet Bloomberg drops out tomorrow, Monday. That's a hell of a prediction. If Bloomberg dropped out before Super Tuesday, yeah, I think he will. I think he'll jump out before Super Tuesday, and then it really—that's twenty-four a, hours, man. That and then it really becomes a two-person show. Well, if he's gonna make, if he's gonna fall on a sword, that's the time to do it, right? It doesn't make sense to do it after Super Tuesday. Damage will be done. No, it, it makes more sense to do it after Super Tuesday because it's like, oh, well, I got my ass kicked on Super Tuesday. It's not gonna no, work. Oh no, it drops I, out. That makes more sense. But Not like if you're from a, trying to... from a strategic standpoint, from the DNC standpoint, it makes more sense and it's better if he drops out before. No, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. If his plan is to stop Bernie, that becomes his number one goal, then it makes sense to drop out mm-hmm. tomorrow. If his plan is still Otherwise, you're just saving face by like going doing another day and hurting everybody else. Yeah. And I put that hurting in quotations. Um yeah, so no, this is gonna be real interesting. I can't wait for this now. I'm actually kind of excited. Um, well, you got anything else to add, Reg? No, I, th- I think that's it. Um, yeah, so you know, watch, guys, uh, watch your hands, people. Yeah, wash your hands. Don't touch your face. Um, if you're voting on Tuesday, make sure you get out and vote. Stay in line, no matter what it takes. Be prepared. Get used to it now because there's a good chance that it is going to – that's what it's going to be like in 2020. Some tomfoolery and he hopefully huge numbers to get Trump out of office. So Yeah, um, but as always, please speak your truth. Tell your story. And stay woke. You can find John at TempeWMF on Twitter and Instagram, and you can find his other stuff at TempeWorld.com. And you can find Reggie at Hedonis, that's H-I-D-D-A-N-A-S. He co-hosts In My Humble Opinion and the Cinema Chat Podcast.